It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. Happy Friday, everyone. I am Jessica Smith, and this is the game of love on Mile High Sports Radio. I am so happy to be here. Lovely weekend ahead. And I got Danny here, of course. Danny, how's it going? So far, so good. No complaints. Ready for the weekend. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, not much planned. I have a friend who's celebrating a birthday. We might go to Waterworld on Sunday, Ooh. but it's not set in stone. So hopefully that happens. I've actually never been to Waterworld. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. But if that falls through, we will go to Jazz in the Park on Sunday night. So either way, I'm going to have a good Sunday. Well, that does sound great. Where is Jazz in the Park? Which park? Um... That's a good question, Jessica. <laughs> I'm not the planner. I just kind of show up when and where I'm told. Uh, and I think it's Cheeseman Park. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. I'll get the details on Sunday, I'm okay. sure. Okay. So report back. About report it. back. Well, regardless, Jazz in the Park sounds amazing. Sounds, yeah, sounds very lovely. My friends actually went last week and said it was packed. So uh, we're going to probably have to get there a little earlier if we end up doing that but otherwise hopefully Waterworld. and other than those two things just trying to beat the heat i hear you well yeah. you're gonna have a great weekend i'm very excited for oh, you yeah. i hope you like take a blanket and a bottle of wine and some i don't know cheese and crackers out to jazz yeah. park do you have any fun plans i will be with friends all weekend uh i don't have a lot of structured plans right now but i do want to make it to the club on saturday nights that's that's my goal my goal is to be twerking till the wee hours of the morning (laughs) that's my plan club nights are fun do you have a specific uh spot in denver you like or you just rotate around through all the good uh, places we've got around here. I definitely have my spots. So uh, I love the purple martini. Okay. Uh, I, I love going there. That's that's my go-to. And then uh, Native. I've always had a great time at Native. And um, the management there, I mean, is great. And he always takes care of me. And so it'll it'll probably be those two destinations. And uh, like I said, it'll, I think I'm doing a girls' night on Saturday. And... I think we're going to tear it up. Very nice. All right. Yes. Get some dancing in. I like that. I'm very excited. I'm going to hang out with my man this this weekend and have probably a, I don't know. Uh, we're going to go out Friday night, but I think it's going to be pretty low key. Let me tell you, last Friday we went out uh, mm-hmm. with, with Alex Weber, my guest, and next week's guest, who is uh, Jordan Kahana, is, is coming on the show. So I went out with him and another American Ninja Warrior. Angela and uh, we had a great time. We had a we had a great time. We danced all night, drank way too much. That'll happen. Yeah, it seems like those ninjas know how to party. <laughs> they do, but I was a little disappointed they didn't get crazy and start like parkouring around mm. the place. Yeah, well, it's you kind of keep work at work, right? When, well, when you go out, do you just start giving people dating advice? I, I sometimes I do, <laughs> do? <laughs> because people come to me all the time. Yeah. It's like they have a radar on me that they're like, they can just tell they can tell they're yeah. like, where's the dating coach? And they're her. <laughs> and then they like beeline to me. And it is pretty crazy. It's like people come to me and all of a sudden they'll just start pouring out their heart. And Interesting. Yeah. It has diminished a little bit, uh, probably because 
I'm like putting my walls up. I'm like, I'm not on the clock right now. I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like a, a guy when I, when I'm done with work, like I just want to like go home, turn on the game, yeah. have a beer, mm-hmm. put my hand in my pants. Yep. <laughs> That's what I want to do. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. We all need that time to rest, relax, recharge. Yep. And then when it's time to work again, you work. But other than that, leave work at work. That's, That's right. How I feel. Yeah. That's right. So tonight, I want to talk about all kinds of things. Um, I want to talk about falling in love and what that looks like from a um, neurological standpoint and um, how neuroscience plays a role in falling in love. Um, It it doesn't sound sexy, but it is actually pretty sexy. And uh, one of the reasons why I want to talk about it is because a couple weeks ago on this show, I talked about the different categories of relationships. So I broke down the friends with benefits situation, uh, the lover situation, and potential partners. So those are the three categories we work in. And I want to talk about sex and falling in love and give you guys some more information around it because I think it's freaking fascinating. Um, I had one of my clients, bless her heart, she calls me a herd, a hot nerd. I love that. I really appreciate that. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> I like that. That's a good term. I might start having to uh, use that one. Yeah. You, like That's like the best compliment I think you that's could give a, a girl. a compliment, right? yeah, because you got the best of both worlds, brains like, and the beauty. That's right. Yep. Love that compliment. Use it. You can use it this weekend when you're out. I certainly will. So I think it's really cool uh, to look at love, dating, and sex from a different standpoint because neurologically speaking, chemically speaking, there is so much that goes on within, within us that we don't realize. Like there's hormones that are really driving the ship here. And a lot of times we are, um, we have no idea. And so we're just going about our business and there's something playing in the background. So I want to talk about that. Um, First, I want to talk about summertime. And I was thinking today about the cycle of relationships and, and, and dating specifically. So we're familiar with cuffing season, right? Mm-hmm. Cuffing season starts when football season starts. That's when it starts to get chilly. We want to settle down with someone and get into a relationship and all that good stuff. Well, right now, we are not in cuffing season. Right now, it's like, what did I say? Uh earlier this month was it's hot girl guy summer yeah like we're all out having fun yeah not cuffing season it's open season yes yes sir it is open season right now and so when it's open season we're out having fun twerking at the club we're out at jazz in the park we are you know out on trails and we are on the hunt right and when we are on the hunt Sex is inevitably involved, right? It's involved. Um, Danny, did you know that Denver has one of the highest STD rates? Really? I've, I haven't heard that. And I'm, I feel like I'm surprised by that. But yeah? I don't know. People are all, people are animals. So right. I'm not that surprised. But I feel like a lot of times Denver is kind of synonymous with a healthy lifestyle you'd think sexual health would be a part of that so people would be generally cleaner but i yeah 
See, I would think you so never too. Know. I would think so too that you know part of their their health and mm-hmm. well being would you know taking precautions, but apparently that's not the case. Apparently that's not the case. I don't know where we rank right now, but I I recently um, on Instagram saw that we were I think ranked like in the top top ten for sure. Wow, which blows me away. You know, given what you just stated, that you know we're we're healthy individuals here. Yeah, and it's not that big a city either. Well, and comparatively, that's, that's <laughs> part of the problem. Oh, okay. Because we're not a big city. <laughs> we're not a big city, so we're sleeping with the same More people. More overlap. More mm. overlap. Got it. Uh, it was funny because uh, I don't know. It was like six weeks ago, not that long ago. I had a guy hit on me in a parking lot, and he found me on Instagram and we just did a little back and forth. I never went out with him, but it was funny because when we were going back and forth talking that night, I had dinner with one of my friends and I was describing this guy to her. And she's like, is his name? Da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, he is amazing in bed. <laughs> like you need to take that one for a ride. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've slept with him? And she's like, yes, Jessica, and I highly recommend it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why didn't you stick with it if it was so good? And she's like, oh, I was in a hoe phase when I slept with him. Like, I was not in a dating phase. And um, I did not end up going out or sleeping with him, but I'm sure he's great in bed. Um, and I've heard other stories. I actually, uh, a guy that I dated earlier this year, uh, we were actually in bed. It was a little pillow talk. And we were talking about something specific regarding sex. And he's like, yeah, I dated this such and such, like the sex coach. And I was like, oh, okay. And um, come to find out a few days later at brunch, my friend's like, who are you seeing? And I said, this guy, she's like, oh, my friends slept with him. And oh. I'm like, <laughs> so it's small not, world. it is a small world. It's a small it's a small, big city. It is. So, yeah. So we, we, we overlap. <laughs> yeah, I guess that does make sense. Being being the smaller city and oftentimes referred to as Menver, there's only so many options to choose from. You know, and then, you know, sometimes we end up sleeping with people that our friends slept with and everything. Um, so I feel like this is a perfect time for a PSA that we should say, be careful use protection and, and talking to the ladies, ladies, don't be afraid to go into a pharmacy and buy condoms yourself. I think it's freaking hilarious. I buy my own condoms and I carry them in my, my handbag. And I usually always have some with me just in case, because like, I'm not going to take a chance. I'm not going to get in a situation that's, you know, it's going to go down. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, I don't, I don't have any. Yeah. Better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That's yeah. right. That's right. hundred percent. Um, and also I hate to say this, but I, I got to look out for us. You can get STDs by giving oral, giving and receiving oral. Mm-hmm. I know that's so sad because I think s- some people are like, well, you know, I don't have a condom or I don't really trust this person. I'll just get head. And then next thing you know, you get a little bout of chlamydia mm. <laughs> from a little, a little head. <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame. 
<laughs> so um, use protection, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> go to go to Costco, get yourself a, a big box, and and uh, also use your intuition. That's something I frequently do. That if if something doesn't feel right, like listen to that and uh, act upon it because your intuition is always right, right? Yeah, more often than not. More often than not. That's right, Danny. Okay, so we need to take a little break. You guys stay right here. And when we come back, we are going to talk about uh, falling in love. Real hot girl. Oh. Ah. The Game of Love with Jessica Smith. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. I'm Jessica Smith, and this is The Game of Love. Shall we talk about dating, sex, and falling in love? Yes, we shall. Now, since it is open season in summertime, and hopefully you are all out there having a great time, having safe sex, satisfying sex, there's some things you got to be aware of. And I want to talk about the neuroscience behind sex and falling in love. So um, first, let's talk about sex and um, the hookup culture and what happens from a uh, neuroscience standpoint and how having sex, um, really the, the act of it, how it can change our brain chemistry and affect our emotions. That's right, affect our emotions. Uh, and affect our behaviors. So my very first Game of Love podcast episode has been my most listened to, and that is how to get over him after sex. Of course I had to start my podcast off with with that one, right? I mean, it just, I had to. It was too juicy not to. Um, because what happened to me several years ago, this was back, I think, in 2018 when I started my podcast, I was seeing a guy at the time and super hot, super hot guy, uh, charming, um, and my intuition didn't quite trust him. And I asked him all the time, like, do you have a girlfriend? Are you sure? And like, he would call me, but only when he was at the gym. Hmm. And my messages wouldn't go through at night, like in the evening hours. Really what he was doing is spending time with his family. Wow. <laughs> but I didn't know this. Like I just felt it intuitively, but I didn't know what was going on because he was lying to me. Anyway, this one weekend, we spent the weekend together, had sex, and suddenly on Monday morning, I am digmatized. Like, I am, like, crazy. I can't stop thinking about this guy. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, wondering what he's doing, where he's at. And I'm, like, all into this guy. I wasn't falling in love with him. I was just, like, kind of neurotic. And I'm, like, what in the heck is wrong with me? And I started doing research. And I found out that when women have sex, they produce dopamine and oxytocin. Now, dopamine is the chemical, it's this feel-good chemical, and it's like, I want more, 
I want more. So I call it the chocolate cake hormone. You know, like you have a bite of chocolate cake and it tastes so good. And you're like, okay, I'll have one more. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, two more and I'm done. I'm putting the fork <laughs> down. And then next thing you know, you've eaten, you know, the entire piece and your eyeball and the rest of it, right? Yeah. The, rest of the, the rest of the cake. So women produce dopamine. This like, yeah, let's do it again. And they also produce oxytocin. And oxytocin is the love chemical, and it's also the bonding agent. So we produce oxytocin as, as, as humans. We produce it when we are um, breastfeeding, when we are having an intimate conversation with our friends, when we hug people, when we have orgasms, when we're having sex. So it's these intimate moments that we're having. They... Um, our heads, our, our brains produce oxytocin and there's a bonding to that person. So let's say you have a, a Bumble or Tinder hookup on a Friday night after a Rockies game. And then on Sunday morning, you're like, Ooh, I'm really into this guy. And the only thing that really changed was spending a little time with him and having some sex. So it's because we produce oxytocin. Now I'm going to go back to my, my situation and how um, I intuitively knew that this guy wasn't great, okay? Had some sex, and all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, about him. And so I'm like, what happened? What happened to me? Like I am a, an intelligent, rational human being. Why do I feel crazy right now? And so I came up with a term called the oxys, the oxytocin crazies, okay? Put those together. So when women have sex, they produce three weeks of oxytocin. Holy cow. Three weeks. So for three weeks, they can be into a guy. Now this man could be a Nobel Peace Prize award-winning amazing human being with like all the amazing traits or he could be a piece of crap like deadbeat no job narcissistic it it doesn't matter which is really crazy cuz is. yeah isn't it crazy because we are we are animals at our core and what we as humans are meant to do is keep our species alive. So that means we have to procreate, right? That means we have to reproduce. And so keeping our species alive, that means the woman has to have a, a bond with the man. So let's say Danny, not that you would ever do this, but you go out this weekend, you could impregnate dozens of women this weekend (laughs) he just knocked on wood (laughs) you can impregnate so many women now for for me knock on wood (laughs) i will not get knocked up this weekend but i'm only going to get knocked up once and then and then i'm then i'm then i'm out of the game for over nine months yeah because then you know no other man can impregnate me and then if, when I have the baby, then I'm caring for this child. So what happens is us as, as females, 
we have to be very discerning about who we are having sex with because there's this primal animal brain, reptilian brain within us that's operating behind the scenes. So when we have sex with someone way back in our brains and in our bodies, there is preparation to hang on to this man because we need this man to help father our children. And, you know, it's so funny because, you know, with advances in our medical care, you know, there's tons of birth control out there. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of ways to, you know, uh, there's tons of ways to prevent pregnancy with plan B, with abortions, blah, 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 all that stuff. And still at our core, we're still animals. We're still trying to reproduce. So let's go back to the oxytocin. Oxytocin, women have it for three weeks. And so for three weeks, they'll be looking at this man like, oh, that's my man. Or, or there'll be like a draw to him. And like, like I said before, it doesn't matter the, the, the quality, the character of this man, which is really scary. Because, you know, going back to my situation, uh, I did find out when I started doing some heavy research on him, I found his family pictures online. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, here is, he's this cheater and you know, you know, okay. So let's talk about how much oxytocin a man produces with a sexual act. I'm very curious <laughs> to hear. I am. Are you ready for this? Yep. Three hours. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right then. I'd laugh. Because it's not, I mean, it is comical. And as a woman, it's freaking ridiculous. It is, yeah. That I'm going to sit here and be all like, oh, all like googly-eyed yep. over some guy for three weeks. And he's going to be looking at me for three hours like, yeah, baby. Uh-huh. And then after three hours, he's wow. like, you know, he could be Ready on to move the on next. to another one. That's yeah. right. Holy like, cow. I got women to impregnate. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, the human mind, man, it's, even hearing s this stuff, like, there's so much more that we can't comprehend about it, and it doesn't make sense why it would be like that. Right? But, that, yeah, I mean, if that's the science, that's almost scary. Isn't it? Yeah. Especially <sighs> for women. Especially for women. And so... Uh, I have uh, that podcast. Like I said, it's the, it's the first episode that I talk about how to get over him after sex. So for all you ladies that are out there living your best single free life, you want to listen to this episode because I break down how to um, solidify yourself when you have tons of oxytocin coursing through your body. You know, maybe we should take the last, last few moments here. Maybe I should... Maybe I should help these ladies out while we're at it instead of listen to them having to go listen to my podcast. Shall I? Yeah, help them out. Okay. The hormone that blocks and diminishes oxytocin is going to be your best friend, and that is testosterone. And ladies, you have testosterone too. You might not have as much as a man, but you have it, and that is the key to getting over a man after having sex. So what you want to do is... Workout, that is one of the biggest ways to um, boost your uh, testosterone levels. So go out and work out, stay busy, 
uh, also have a little sit down with yourself, especially if you're with a guy that like, if you're starting to go kind of crazy, if you have the, the oxys and you're like really starting to like go crazy girl, like sit down, do some meditation, do some journaling, get really real with yourself, check in with yourself. And I, I will use mantras like it's just the oxys girl. You're just stigmatized. Like it's not that serious. Like you're just in your feels right now. It's okay. And, and be really compassionate with yourself because like these feelings are real. You know, you might not want them or like them, but they're real. And on the other side of that, the feeling is really fun. So I've been kind of poo-pooing the oxys, but if you are with someone with a, with a partner and it's a, a healthy situation, the oxys feel so good. It's like, you kind of feel like you're a little drunk or a little high. It's like, Ooh, this feels good. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think they say that in a country song, drunk on you, drunk high on, on summertime. I love that song. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while, God. but I, it's, it sticks with me because it's, it's a good line. It is drunk it's on you line. with the oxys. Yeah. All right, Danny, let's take this break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how men and women fall in love differently. We'll be right back. It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. You know you really something good. we get here so everyone. Happy Friday. Great to be here. Danny, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's always a great way to start off my weekend with your gorgeous face. And you know, you bring so much light into my life here. Aw, thank you. So you know you. I'm around sometimes grumpy men all day talking <laughs> sports and this is a nice little change of gears to kick the weekend off well thank you for saying that of course it's a pleasure having you here we kind of look like brother and sister i was just noticing i was i've thought that before i didn't want to say anything because i didn't want to be disrespectful um or i i don't think that highly of myself but the blonde hair definitely does it the blonde hair the yep, blue eyes for like, sure I mean, you're a lot taller than me. I, I got a little height. Yeah. You got a little height on me. But yeah, we both have great hair. We, we, yeah. yeah. What's up, bro? All right. <laughs> All right, Danny. We are going to talk about the difference in how men and women fall in love. So we're going we're gonna to stay with this nerdy talk, this neuroscience, and break it down because this is very important to know. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to go on a couple tangents uh, during this time and bring in some real-life examples. So women fall in love when they produce dopamine and oxytocin, right? So we, we talked about that, and that's that intoxicated feeling that yep. like the, the drunk on you, like, I'm drunk on you and I can't get enough of you. Mm -hmm. I love that feeling. I've had that feeling. I'm, I currently have that feeling. Like I am not completely rational right now because of my falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have been drunk on him for, for several weeks now. So um, I can clearly say that it's, it's, it is like being drunk on a person. So, Let's talk about this, how men fall in love, because it's very different to how women fall in love. So when men fall in love, they need 
three hormones to be well balanced, okay? So first, they need that dopamine, that same hormone that the woman needs, that like, I can't get enough of you. Like chocolate cake one. The chocolate cake one. Got it. Like, let's go another round. Mm -hmm. Let's go out tonight. Like, hold my hand. I, 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 more, more, more. Let's keep this going. Okay. So it's that same. So it's really cool that both the, the, the men, the man and the woman share that chemical. They're, they're sharing that hormone. Like we both want each other. Right. So dopamine, super important. Now the next one is testosterone. Okay. Testosterone is so important because it makes a man feel like a man. Okay. If the man is feeling emasculated, disrespected, uh, it, wah, 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 you know, the testosterone is going to dip. And when there's a dip of testosterone, there's a dip in libido because testosterone is like the, the, the gasoline to the sexual fire of a person, even with women too. Um, little side note, um, if your libido is low, if you're a man or a woman, go get your hormones levels checked. I, I have worked with so many people over the years that their libido has been a little off and they've gone and got tested and it, their testo testosterone levels have been super low and that affects them on so many levels. You can Google, you know, you can Google it and see, um, but it's so important to have healthy levels of testosterone. So let's go back to falling in love. Men need to feel like the man, okay? And there's ways that we can... Uh, encourage this um, feeling as women. So we can um, allow men to be men. And I'm a fan. You've heard me say this before. I love chivalry. Like, I am a woman. Mm -hmm. I don't want to open a door. I don't want to pay a bill. I don't want to have to watch my back as we're walking down the street. I want to be on the inside when we walk. I, I want a man looking out for me, protecting me. If a dude is like hitting on me too strong, I want my man to intervene. Like I love when men are men. Now, I know that not every woman shares that same sentiment. And um, to that, like, honey, go re-examine why this is an issue with you. I'm just going to leave that there and walk away for a minute. <laughs> okay. Like, ah, uh, actually I can't leave it there. I can't leave it there, Danny. I got to touch on it. Ladies, if you are not in this camp, ask yourself, why not? Why can you not accept that type of love and care, reverence, respect, adoration from a man? Why not? Like therapize yourself for a minute. Because it's a, it's a beautiful thing that, I, look, I always say that men and women are equal, but different. Let me say that again. Men and women are equal, but different. And as human beings, as physical beings, we are different, right? There is, we have a chromo chromosome that differentiates us from each other, right? And so our strengths and our weaknesses are different. And yeah, we can, and we can cultivate our strengths. Uh, we can cultivate our weaknesses. We can, you know, build ourselves up and all that good stuff. But fundamentally, there's things that we are really bred to do. So men are bred. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're, you know, uh, it's just how it is. 
So we need to allow men and encourage men to be healthy, masculine men, right? Okay, so when it comes to falling in love, this is important because the man needs those levels of testosterone to be high, so he feels like he's contributing. If a man doesn't feel like he's contributing, it's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. It's going to fall apart. So uh, all the ladies that are standing on mountaintops saying, I don't need no man. <sighs> Honey, um, if you don't need a man, a man's not going to show up because he needs to feel needed. You need to give him stuff to do. Um, and as strong, independent women, I get it. Look, at I'm in a relationship where I have uh, one of my friends called Jonathan the man of men. <laughs> Okay. Because <laughs> he is so masculine and he's so manly, manly and he's just, man. yeah, he's okay. a manly man. And he tells me frequently, let me do things for you. Sure. And so that's been something that I've had to, I've had to work on. So ladies, if you are, are used to doing everything yourself, I hear you and I sympathize with you and let's give these guys things to do. Well, and there's something, if I could just interject for a second, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but because like one of the hardest things to do that takes the most strength is asking for help, accepting help. And that's something that I know, like as a man, a lot of my friends who are men, like we struggle with that. So there's nothing wrong with being a strong, independent woman because part of that strength can be accepting other people doing things for you. That's right. That's right. Uh, there is a great stand-up that talks about a strong, like the strong woman stereotype, the independent woman stereotype versus like the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. It's called the elder millennial. It's freaking hilarious. Like I every think woman. I've seen that one. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, I think oh so. Oh my god, so yeah. good! All you ladies need to watch it because uh, for all of my like strong, independent, gorgeous, badass friends who are single, we like have talks like, "What the hell is going on? Like, why, why are you know all these women single?" And then mm-hmm. there's no offense, but like the the girls that are all about drama and have a lot of like crazy chaos in their lives. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not able to pay their bills and everything. It's like, they're getting these dudes and we're all like, but like, we're like one amazing package and the elder millennial breaks this down in that skit. It's because the men feel wanted Yep. and it's, it's also easy prey. Yeah. You get to be a fixer. (laughs) You get to be a fixer. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, there's chaos. Oh, I'll help you out. Oh, you can't pay your bills. I got you this month. And, um, yeah. So they need testosterone. Um, the last chemical that they need, the last hormone that they need is the most elusive and to me the most fascinating. And that is vasopressin. How much time do we have left, Danny? Are we good on time? Can I go down this uh, rabbit hole? We got hole? about two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to dip our toe in and we're going to talk about vasopressin and then we're going to come back to it. So vasopressin is this very interesting hormone that holds the interest of a woman. Crazy, isn't it? Like researchers, scientists, doctors have been studying vasopressin and it's, like I said, it's elusive and uh, it's like, it boggles these researchers minds because it is so complex. And yes, there is complexity within the male species. (laughs) Who would have thought? Who would have thought? So vasopressin holds the interest of a woman. 
Now, vasopressin levels are dictated by the the experiences that he's having with a woman. So if he's with a woman and he's having a great time, if he feels like the man, if he's laughing and having a good time, if he feels like he can be himself, if he feels like he's contributing to this woman, that he feels like the man around her and all that good stuff, his vasopressin levels are going to increase. Okay. And with that increase, his interest in her increases. Okay. So these hormones all, for, for a man to fall in love, dopamine, vasopressin, and testosterone, they all have to be nicely balanced, okay? They all have to be in their appropriate levels, okay? If they aren't, vasopressin is depleted when he orgasms. So... This, so like a couple or like two people that are dating, let's say they've gone on like a couple dates and a dude could be feeling her, like liking this girl, they're having a good time. They don't have like a serious bond or anything. And they're like, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's come back to my place. Um, after sex, he's like, Meh. and I'm done. Wow. And you can almost see it in all of my years of, um, work and experimenting, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can see the switch flip. It's like crazy. Like there was one guy in particular that like he was after me and we didn't court. We just went right to bed. And I literally saw him be like, and check. I, wow. I, I, yeah. I, I did Jessica Smith, you know, yeah. <laughs> and mission accomplished. Mission yeah. accomplished. That was the end goal. And that was, yeah. yes. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, he just got rid of all his vasopressin right now. All of his interest in me just went, whoop, whoop. So, um, so um, I want to talk more about that when we come back from the break. And um, if you want to chime in, Danny, and I, I would love to hear um, your thoughts on it. So, you guys stay right here. We're gonna talk about vasopressin when we come back. What is this I'm if you wanna leave, I'm with it. The Game of Love with Jessica Smith. Welcome back to The Game of Love. I'm Jessica Smith, and I got producer Danny in here. Thanks for being here, Danny. Thank Thanks. you for allowing me to uh, go on this journey with you every Friday night. It's always a fun time. I love it, and I love having guests on. And, and then I also love our little alone time, too. Sure, yeah, and you get a lot of great guests, so it's always fun to have somebody extra in the studio. Yes, and, and I'm excited. Like I said, I have uh, Jordan Kahana coming on next week, and he's, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited to talk to him, and it, it'll be a fun night. Uh, question, should I bring in cocktails for Friday night's show? If you would like, you're always welcome to bring in some drinks for you and your guests. Um, I will probably not partake, but there's also beer in the fridge if your guests oh, are interested nice. in beer. Well, I don't, 
I think there's still beer in the fridge. Okay. It's from when we had our NFL draft show, so it's uh, been in there yeah, a while, yeah. but the mountains are blue on the cans, so nice. it, it'll be even nice and cold. Okay, good. I like that. So um, maybe I'll bring in some drinks, and it'll be an extra lively show. Are you going to be my DD if I get a little too saucy? Sure. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Shall we continue our sex talk? Let's get back into it. Yeah. Okay. So to recap. For a man to fall in love, he needs dopamine, testosterone, and vasopressin. And vasopressin is that chemical that holds the interest of a woman. Now, the question that I get asked frequently is, when is the first time the right time? Now, there's many different ways I can answer this, and I'm going to break down all those, but I will say there is no right or wrong answer. It's whatever is right for you. That's the right answer. You get to decide. There's been time in my life that I've, I've been dating and I'm like, if I like a guy, I'll sleep with him right away. I don't care. Like it's not a big deal. And then there's other times that I'm like, you know, I think I'm going to wait a while. I'm going to wait like three dates and see the three, the good old three date rule. You know, that's always a I think that's the safest one. You know, like you yeah, put a little the time standard, in. The classic. The classic. Yeah. Uh, I've also waited up to a month. Whew. And. <laughs> okay, so I did that twice. It, it, it's, it, it worked one time, and I actually ended up marrying the guy, and I was with oh, him okay. for for a long time. And then one time I did it, I waited a month. And it was like on, it was like, the, it was the one month mark. And I like, or something, or a little something, something to his place. And I'm like, it's on. It ended up being the worst sex I've ever oh, had. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I, Danny, this was terrible. Like it took everything I had to not crack up because it was so bad. And I like bolted out of his place and he called me the next day and he's like, listen, we need to talk about last night because everything is fine between us and we had sex and then everything is not fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I can't see you anymore. Yeah. So it has, um, it has backfired that one month rule. But, um, you know, again, it's whatever is right for you. Sure. That's the answer. So let's talk about it from the um, neuroscience standpoint. Okay, mm -hmm. we're all, this is about, you know, this whole talk is about hormones and chemicals. And so going back to that vasopressin, going back to the hormones only needing to be balanced in order for a man to fall in love, because that's really where we're going, right? I mean, yes, we're going to have a great summer. Yes, we might hook up. Yes, we're going to go out and have a great time. And you guys are tuning in because you want to fall in love and you want to have a relationship and you want to have, you know, a, a great time doing it. And so... Going back to that question, when is the first time the right time? The best answer is when you feel a true connection with this person and you feel like it's mutual. Um, my man was patient with me and he so beautifully told me one night, he's like, I am so attracted to you. I cannot wait to sleep with you and I will wait as long as you want. And he just said this like, like just out of the blue. He just was like, 
we will we will wait until you're ready and i love that and we did we waited until it was it was right for us and it ended up being three dates for us that we waited so going back to the vasopressin going back to needing those high levels of vasopressin when all of those hormones are balanced a man can then have sex without releasing the vasopressin does that all make sense now it's like they the, those hormones all work together yeah. like they're a team and if one team member's weak if testosterone's weak if dopamine's weak Vasopressin is going to lose it. Vasopressin is like, he, he, Vasopressin is going to be out. And so is the, the interest, the, 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 just the desire to want to get to know this woman. So delaying sex. I just remembered when we talked about this on another show, it was with Kryn, yeah. Kryn Kathleen. Yeah. When my mom was in the studio, because yep. <laughs> my mom's advice That's is, right. is, is wait, wait. Is, is wait yeah. a little bit. And you, you want to wait because you want to allow the man to get to know you and to see if he really likes you and, and wants to continue on. So that is the answer to, if you guys are looking at me for the answer, wait until you feel a mutual connection. And you guys, like, let me tell you, my sex drive is like, extremely high and I could just, I understand if you want to hop in and like knock it out and have a good time. And if you do want a relationship, there's nothing wrong with taking it slow. You can take it slow and let it build, give him time to cultivate feelings for you and delay, delay gratification a little bit. How does that land with you, Danny? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. You build up the dopamine by doing activities with people that you both enjoy. So you're going to keep you're going to get a more organic, for lack of a better term, connection. Yeah. And then through that, it's not just uh checking something off a list. Yep. It's not just getting to the destination being in bed. It's having other common interests that you want to continue pursuing also. Yep. And so then, yeah, you have the testosterone, you have the dopamine to hold back the vasopressin and everything's balanced because there was a little bit more time put into thinking about how the physical relationship was going to develop. That's right. There's an investment. I love investment. Yeah, absolutely. I love that work. And, um, my friend who I've had on my podcast before, um, Dawn, um, Dawn Masler, she wrote the book, Men Chase, Women Choose. And you can listen to my interview with her. Great title. Great title. So good. I mean, men Chase, Women Choose, you know, and going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, men can impregnate all kinds of women. Yep. And we have to be very discerning because we only get one baby at a time. We got to make sure we choose some good genes and mm -hmm. reproduce a, a, a stellar human, right? Yeah. Yep. So um, Don says, um, you know he's fallen in love when he commits. So ladies, you can wait to have sex until he commits. My, my man committed to me before we slept together. 
Like he had me locked down before, before we hopped into bed because he wanted to be with me. It wasn't like he, of course he wanted to hit it. Of course. But he, he wanted to hit it for like a long period yeah. of time. You know, there's an investment. And he let you know. He was very open, very honest that he was willing to wait yeah. until you were ready for that. So, yeah. I was impressed. I was very impressed. I continue to be impressed with this man every day. Tough to put yourself out there sometimes like that. It really is. It really is. And uh, um, something that has been on my mind for the last couple of months is how sometimes it's hard to say the things that we want to say. And that could be ladies, you saying, I'd like to, I'd like to take it slow. Um, can you be patient with me? And, and ladies, like, you know, you have a different personality and, you know, we all are different. I, I subscribe to like the flirty, happy little way of having difficult conversations. So, you know, you could just like be a little flirty, a little cute and be like, you know, just, can you be a little patient with me? Like, I am so attracted to you and I, I cannot wait to like, I would say something inappropriate that I can't <laughs> say on the station. Like, I can't wait to <clears throat> you. Um, can you just be patient with me until, you know, until I'm ready and, uh, you know, just, you can bring it up in a very cute, playful way. Um, to, you know, get him on board and let him know your intentions. So I hope you guys enjoyed the little uh, neuroscience talk. Um, one of my, this is one of my favorite topics. I just think it's fascinating how our brain is responsible for so much. It blows me away. Like our it's incredible. Our brain is responsible for us falling in love or not. It's wild. I always thought it was the heart always thought it was the heart but really honestly i think for me i i think love is the brain and it is the emotional body of a person the heart mm -hmm. and i think it's also spiritual too because i think so many people have these great love stories and these interactions and so many of them it it, it blows your mind you know, uh, one of my, uh, at my gynecologist office, gosh, I'm really talking about my, <laughs> my sex life a lot today. The, the nurse there, she was telling me this great story about how she met her now husband at the time they were just dating. She met her husband, um, in an Uber. He was the Uber driver. And she's like, you know, the way that universe works, if I would have Ubered five minutes before that, or if he didn't take my ride, or, you know, there's so many things that could have gone very different. I mean, it's really cool that, you know, we can really fall in love anytime, any place. And the only way to describe that is it's, it's like, it's spirit in charge, the universe in charge there. So thanks be to the universe, um, love and to our, our hearts and, and then much respect to our brains for producing all these amazing chemicals, hormones. Um, you can go to the Game of Love podcast. You can check out the first episode, How to Get Over Him After Sex. You can also check out my interview with Don Masler. Um, very insightful, 
fun, uh, fun woman, very intelligent woman. And congratulations to Dawn. She recently got married. And that's always great to see when someone in the love industry finds love. Oh, yeah. That's great. Um, and then pick up her book, uh, Men Chase Women's Shoes. And you can read about this. She has these lovely charts in there. She gives you tips and break things down even better than I have today. So get that book. Um, also, Dreamy Next Week. We're going to have cocktails in here, apparently, or some beer. We're going to have a good time. Jordan and I are going to... Uh, Jordan, uh, I... I went out with him last week after the show and uh, it was really cool sitting with the American Ninja Warriors and uh, I was asking them like who has the, the best dating life? Who's gone on the most dates? Who had sex the most recent? Who has the best sex life? And and uh, Jordan was, he was the most colorful one of them all. So I'm excited to get him, him in here and uh, I think he'll, I think he'll give us some gems. Awesome. Yes. Looking forward to it. I am too. And I am looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, if you have questions, if you have, if you have love problems, dating problems, slide into my DMS. You can follow me on Instagram, jessicasmith.love. Slide into my DMS. Tell me what's up. Um, Danny soon. I want to do some some Q&A, some listener Q&A shows that I just go through and help people out. Definitely. Sounds like a great idea. Great idea. Um, so reach out to me, you guys, and I will start answering your questions on some future episodes. Um, also slide into my DMs and show me some love. I'd love to hear from you. I Really, Danny, like, what fills my heart is when I hear from people who have benefited from the show. It just, it just fills me up. So thank you guys so much for all the love that you share. Thank you for being here on this Friday night. I'll be back next week. So until then, get out there and love each other.